ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome in to your Tuesday, April 26th edition of Drive. Begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to open up those phone lines for you. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. Also, the text line is open now. 304-396-8255. That's 304-396-TALK. Coming up today on the program, uh, it's, uh, it's day two. Conference USA Golf Championship at Texarkana Country Club and Marshall Men's Golfer Junior Tyler Jones yesterday atop the leaderboard at the end of round one today. He finished one under, just two strokes off the lead. So Matt Grobe, Marshall's men's golf coach, is going to update us here in the hour to talk to us about what's happening one of his favorite courses, Texarkana Country Club. So we'll talk to him. Also news from softball. Marshall's game tomorrow at Radford canceled. There's going to be a makeup date for the 2023 season between Marshall and the Radford Highlanders. So there'll be no midweek baseball. I'm sorry, no midweek softball for the Thundering Herd. And, of course, we do have baseball tonight as the Milwaukee Brewers taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. About 6.30 first pitch. We'll have that for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. I know you're looking forward to a little baseball action this evening. As If you're in the tri-state area now, it's pretty nice outside today. Very, very nice weather. I wish we could do the show from outside. I'm looking outside now as we speak. So, you know, it's a great day. Hopefully you're enjoying, if you're listening live, I hope you're enjoying your drive home. And if you're listening on our podcast, I appreciate you downloading the show. And it was a pretty day today in Huntington, a very beautiful day. So I'm excited. We're going to get into it here a little bit with Matt Grobe. Later on, we're going to hear a little bit more from Charles Huff. Uh, today, we're going to focus on uh, Stone Scarcelli. He had a pretty good showing spring game on Saturday. Now that it's wrapped up, everyone is uh, starting to make their way to get some R&R. Coaches, of course, are hitting the recruiting trail, so the work isn't done. But good showing from Scarcelli. We're going to hear from him, hear from Coach Huff as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, I do want to hear from you. Again, the text line is open, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. And don't forget, not only do we have baseball for you, you know, we're going to be keeping an eye on the NBA playoffs because ESPN Radio is your home for the NBA playoffs. The first round continues. Hawks taking on the Heat. Miami leads that series three games to one. And um, that's coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. And then it's going to be Game 5 between the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. That series is tied. A little bit more competitive, two apiece. And then later tonight, New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Phoenix Suns. That is also a little bit more of a competitive series. That is tied up two games apiece. So there's lots of NBA action coming up, and we'll have some of those games. We'll have that late game on our sister station, Cat Sports 93-3. And 1340. Again, we've got Pirates baseball here. So 
late game tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93-3 and 13-40. And we'll have the majority of those games over on our sister station as well as uh, we're going to be bringing you baseball all season long. So have you been watching any of the NBA? I know it's a toss-up right now between baseball and probably the NBA for you. The Reds have just not been doing well. They're abysmal. The Pirates are okay. So the Pirates at least are a little bit more entertaining. Is it that point already where you're like, yeah, you guys got to show me something before I start watching again? I mean, especially if you're a Reds fan right now, it just you know you're sucking it up. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. You know, with the Pirates at least again, it's a little bit more entertaining. Let's uh, let's forget about that beating the other day. We were all at the spring game. We didn't have to worry about the beating that the Cubs issued the Pirates. So that didn't happen. We were all at the spring game. Or at least a lot of us were at the spring game. I was there, at least. You know, it's been a few days since that. I, I thought it was okay. You know, and I'm thinking back, I'm looking back on it, and I'm thinking, you know, it was okay. That was all right. I wish the seating situation was a little bit better in the indoor Again, it's it's a different type of venue. Could you bring in some maybe some temporary seating? Could you do something just to have a little bit more, you know, bleacher feel, a little bit more of a seating situation? Or are you completely no, we can't have that in there ever again? Are you still on that are you in that camp? Are you on that bandwagon? Like, okay, we we can't do that again. No more. Can't have that in there. No more. It's got to be outside. It's got to totally be outside. It, you know, I, I think it was okay, though. Yeah, next year, it'll be outside. I, I, I don't have any basis for that, but next year, it's going to be outside. You know, honestly, I'm kind of glad we got this over with early. Not that I'm saying uh, I'm glad it's over, but what I'm saying is I'm kind of glad we got this thing over with a little earlier. Now, we got, I mean, next next few days, we got the NFL draft. I'm actually excited as a Bengals fan. The Bengals are picking later in the draft, so it's going to be challenging to to get that monumental impact player. You're not going to pick up the next Joe Burrow in the draft. If you're the Bengals, maybe you do. You get lucky. So Saturday, I know Saturday is going to be, all right, do we care at this point of the draft? Thursday, I'm all in. Friday, I'm, I'm going to be partially all in. Saturday, it's going to be background noise for me. But still, you know, a lot of fun things happen. You know, have free agency. And I don't know how early and how often we're going to hear names of players we are following. I just want to be able to hear it, though. So, I'm cool with the spring game being over. I can focus a little bit more on the draft. Just a little bit. Again, it's going to be back. I'm not – Thursday, I'm going to be – I'll be watching it. Just all in. Friday, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there a little bit too. Some compelling picks, hopefully. Saturday is just like, okay, I'll let the, I'm going to let my phone do the work for me. Notifications. Just do a draft tracker on my phone, usually with the Bengals. I got to watch Twitter a little bit. Make sure I keep an eye on, see, okay, who got drafted that I like from Marshall. And so that's going to be the big challenge there. Just, you know, the later rounds, 
how many Marshall players are going to see. And again, we're going to talk about free agency next week as well because not everyone that dressed in a Marshall uniform is going to get drafted. That's eligible. But there's going to be a lot of free agent movement. So that's going to be the next fun thing to keep an eye on. And actually, that's more interesting sometimes because yeah, you can go to a team that you like, it suits you a little bit better, make it on. That's the big story there. So we're going to talk golf, though, when we come back. Matt Grobe joins us. Good outing so far for Tyler Jones. He is right there challenging for the Conference USA Championship. Matt Grobe joins us on the other side of the break here. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Tuesday, April 26th edition. The Drive is on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Good news yesterday and good news continues today from Texarkana Country Club as the Thundering Herd in contention to see a champion crown, and that's Tyler Jones. He was on top of the leaderboard at the end of round one. He is one under, just two strokes off the lead today. And to tell us more about what's happening right now from Texarkana Country Club is Matt Grobe, head coach of the Marshall men's golf team. And that's exciting. You know, he's right there in the hunt for this. Tyler's doing some pretty good work today and yesterday. He, he is. You know, he's had an spring. I mean, all spring long, I kept thinking he's going to win one, he's going to win one. And then, of course, he, he shoots our uh, – our, our our team record ever 62 at Myrtle Beach to get a win, um, and he's just played incredible this spring. And actually, for the fall, I thought he played pretty good. He was disappointed because it was a little bit down for him, but he still played really good. But he's come out this spring just a different kid. He's in complete control of his game. Uh, it is just fun to watch. I mean, the only difference between today and yesterday, he hit the ball about the same. Yesterday, he made a lot of putts, and today, they just kind of burned the edges. What's course conditions like? Uh, weather a little bit different today than it was yesterday, from what I'm understanding. It, it, it's it's really been weird. You know, this is a course that's it's it's a really difficult golf course. They put really tricky pins, and we've had three different directions of wind in three days. Uh, yesterday we had rain. Today we had you know it was sunny but a little bit cool. Uh, and the practice round day it was close to 85. And so. It's been different every day, and getting a feel for what the, what's going on on the greens, and that's what's so impressive about Tyler. I mean, the rest of the guys are seeing this course for the first time ever. Uh, we brought we brought five other guys with Tyler that have never been here before. Tyler's the only person who's seen it. And he's only seen it once, which was last year, and so it, the changing conditions just really get inside your head. But Tyler has just stayed focused and hit to the spots that he needs to hit to to make sure he's got chances to make birdies. And if he's not making birdies, it's a really easy par. So it's, it's been really fun to watch what Tyler's been able to do. How's this focus holding up, knowing that I'm so close now that maybe I can walk away with this championship? You know, his focus is really, really good. Uh, you know, he, he made a mistake uh, a little bit later in the round, but really handled it well and just and moved on. You know, he caught it. He caught a a nine iron just a little bit heavy and and put it into the bunker and made a bogey, um, you know, and and came back on the the very next hole and 
had a good hole, and then he birdied uh, his 17th hole. So he did. He does. He's doing a really good job of not letting the last hole hurt him on the next hole, and that's what's so impressive about Tyler is he just gets right back to work uh, as if that's okay. It's not that big a deal. Where as most kids, they get a little bit nervous and they make a bogey, then they start to think, "Oh gosh, it's coming unraveled." But Tyler has a really, really calm demeanor. It's very impressive. Now that he's he's just one under today, he finishes one under, so he's just two strokes off the lead. Do you feel like tomorrow that's going to be advantageous for him because he's now back in hunting mode? He's uh, he's not the hunted; he's the hunter again. And 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 the thing I feel the best about. Um, is Tyler usually closes really strong. Like his final rounds are the best that we get out of Tyler. So I feel really good about it. I kind of feel like today's round was kind of a stay near the lead type of round. He wasn't making a ton of putts. Uh, he was playing good golf, but, you know, he had three or four putts when I was with him that just hit the edge and just didn't drop. And they dropped yesterday, uh, but he stayed patient and stayed near that lead. And I feel really good about his chances going into tomorrow. I really do. I just, I feel like he's not going to play with the leaders because we play with our teams. And so they're all on different tees. You'll kind of see how they're all playing, but he's not going to have to look straight eye to eye with the person he's, he's chasing. They're going to have to do their job and he's going to have to do his job. And that's where he reacts the best, not having to watch what somebody else is doing, but just be able to focus on himself. Speaking of the team, how are you please, are you please pretty much overall bunch of, of first-timers at Texarkana, how they've been formed? You know, I thought today, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you. We really played the front nine for us pretty good, and we were one under par making the turn, uh, and we just played that We just played that last nine holes not very good. And I think that, you know, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, a couple young guys, and they they see somebody make a mistake, and then they think it, that, you know, that, that we're not playing very good, and then they make a mistake, and it it just kind of got contagious, unfortunately. And the, the back nine, we, we really had put together a good round until that last nine holes. And so I'm, I'm a little bit frustrated. I, I know that you're, you're trying to get freshmen to learn. It's their first time around. But we had gotten off to such a good start, and I really liked our attitude. And uh, it just sometimes it just doesn't work out for you, and we just didn't play very good on the back nine. And so I'm hoping tomorrow we can do the same type of thing as a team and get off to a good start, get under par, and then see see what we can do on that back nine, see if we can't grow a little bit as a team. Joining us, Matt Grove, head coach of the Marshall men's golf team, Marshall men's golfer, Tyler Jones, finishing one under today, just two strokes off the lead. So tomorrow is pretty much the same setup. Nothing uh, really changes, and um, hopefully we're talking about a championship here soon with you. It'd be incredible. I mean, the, 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 kid, uh, the kid's had a great spring. Uh, he's a wonderful kid. You know, he just got named to Conference USA's uh, All Academic Team. He's been a two-year uh, All American Academic kid. He's just—he does it all. I mean, he's—he's he's a good kid in the classroom. Uh, he's a good kid on the golf course, and his character is, is just second to none. So, he's a wonderful kid, and and I would absolutely love nothing more than for him to be holding the trophy at the end of the day tomorrow. What would this mean? To go into this, win this, and then now you're going to leave Conference USA heading into a new league, what would this mean for you as uh, as a coach and for the program and for Tyler? Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I'm trying not to really delve too much into that. Right now, the main key is trying to get Tyler to win a conference championship. Uh, you know, if you win a conference championship, he gets an automatic bid to regionals. 
Uh, and so as an individual, that's exactly what I'm looking for for him. I'd like for him to be able to get into regionals and have a chance to make it to the national championship. His national rank is pretty high. So, you know, with a good finish tomorrow, I don't know if that would move him up enough to be able to get the at-large bid based on your national ranking. So I think right now, for me, the main focus is not necessarily for me or the program or the conferences. My main thought is get Tyler a win so we can get him onto regionals and have him have a chance to try to qualify for the national championship. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't even think about any of that right now other than, hey, i got to win. Uh, that's stuff we can talk about. Him, he's not even, he's not even on his radar. And I didn't even think about it till you brought it up. I mean, oh, great. Now jinxed you. Great. Well, my whole focus is just on trying to, is trying to help Tyler, trying to help the guys and trying to just trying to, as a coach, try to do everything I can to help them be successful. What's it going to take? I mean, right now I've got two kids that I drove over to a local driving range because they asked me to, they just, they, they didn't like the way their swing was at the end of the day. And they said, Hey coach, can I go get some work in? Absolutely. I'll, I'll take you over there and I'll drop you off and you can get a little work in. Uh, and that way you're ready for tomorrow. So as a coach, when you're on these type of things, you're just trying to make sure you're doing everything you can to help these guys put their best foot forward in a conference championship. And so, uh, you know, the same thing will happen tomorrow with, with the guys, you know, we'll get up, we'll go to breakfast, uh, try to keep things, you know, everybody will go through their own little routine and, and try to get uh, try to get Tyler ready, but also try to get all the guys ready to go out there and see if we can't put uh, put a good round on the board. How has Texarkana treated you? I know this is one of your favorite places to go, and it might be a while before you're back again. So, you know, have you been savoring these moments, or is it just business as usual? And you worry about that after. You know, I think I savored it a little bit when we got in. Um, you know, there's there's a, there's a there's a really good barbecue place, so we went to that and. Uh, you know, the practice round is always good, and the, and the hospitality here is incredible. Texarkana really, really, uh, you know, wants us here, and they make us feel like they want us here. Uh, but then once it starts, everything, my whole focus is just trying to get the guys uh, in the right state of mind and making sure they're ready to go. So kind of get away from the whole, you know, Texarkana and start to focus a little bit more on, you know, uh, making sure that we're ready to play the golf course. And so, you know, like today, we're we're done for the day, and you know, we'll go have a team dinner tonight. And then uh, some of the guys, we have three guys that have finals. tonight, so They've got to get their finals done. So, you know, they're, they're taking a little bit of a break now. We'll grab some food. We'll have a couple guys take their finals tonight. And then uh, tomorrow morning we'll wake up and get after it. Now, will that schedule change? I know you can't look too far ahead, but next season when you're in the Sun Belt, will that schedule change a little bit? Or is it pretty much all in the same cadence, you know, the way that these championships all end up? Yeah, they used to spread them out a little bit, which I think was kind of nice for the for the for the fan across the country that liked college golf because the SEC would go and then you know the ACC would go and then maybe it was the Big Twelve and Conference USA and then maybe it's the AAC and kind of spread out. But then they all kind of figured out that they really wanted to make sure that their championship was done and then in about two weeks you went to regionals. Some of the teams that went early felt like a month off before regionals was too much. And some of the teams that played like the week before regionals didn't feel like it was enough time. So we all kind of go at the same time. And so this week right now, the Sun Belt's playing their championship today as well. So the dates fall almost exactly the same. I think next year we play in, Confer or in, the, in the Sun Belt. We play Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I think Conference USA plays Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But it's that same week. So other than a, a day change, nothing really changes other than not at Texarkana anymore until you can lobby for a, a change in the Sun Belt. Once you get there, though, I'm sure you're going to be lobbying once that contract's up. Get 
Texarkana get that as a destination? Well, you know, and I think I think that you know, uh, talking to uh, Eddie, who's the Southern Miss coach, and Murray, who's the Old Dominion coach, you know, they're both going into the Sun Belt with us, and they both have very very fond things to say about Texarkana. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it does come back in the future rotation at some point. Joining us on the program, Matt Grove, Marshall's men's golf coach. Uh, the good news is uh, we could be talking about a championship here tomorrow, as Marshall men's golfer junior Tyler Jones he is uh, two. Strokes off the lead, finished one under today, right in the hunt there. I can't wait. Hopefully we can talk about this again tomorrow. If he if he wins, I would love to be able to talk about this with you because this would be so exciting for you to leave with a championship after, you know, going to Texarkana so many times, just walking away the championship and, okay, we're going to a new league and we got a championship. That would be nice, and I would look forward to talking to you. So let, let me go get the work done in the morning so that I can deserve the call in the afternoon. You always deserve the call, but uh, we'll uh, we'll make plans tomorrow. Hopefully we're talking about the championship tomorrow. Coach, thanks for taking the call. So, uh, so short notice, and we'll do it again tomorrow if we can. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Matt Grobe, we got a championship possibly coming back to Huntington here. If uh, Tyler can get it done tomorrow, do what we think he can do. That would be fantastic to talk about a Conference USA Championship final season in the league. We're going to talk a little spring game. We'll hear from Charles Huff, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. We'll also hear from Stone Scarcelli when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our text line is open, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition, April 26th, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So the spring game a few days ago, you got to see a glimpse of what the Thundering Herd looking like. We all agree that the defense is going to be ahead of the offense. We all agree there. We think that there's going to be some serious potential for that running game. We all agree there. We all agree that quarterback situation isn't terrible. I think we all agree there. And I think there's going to be some weapons there on offense. I think we can all agree there as well. There really wasn't a there wasn't a bad report card. Now my report card and coach's report card is going to be completely different, but I don't think it was a bad report card. And by the way, before we continue, I wish we could have got a card for Coach Huff. Today is his 39th birthday, so happy birthday to Marshall University football coach Charles Huff. It has been a pleasure in the short time that uh, that we've gotten to know you to uh, have you as part of the community. So happy birthday, Coach, and I hope you are enjoying it so far. Let's talk a little spring football. Now, if you had on your bingo card Stone Scarcelli scoring, you might have hit because he came close and then he got in. I'm always I'm always good for somebody who can get there close and then finally get in there. So Stone Scarcelli making his way to the stat sheet, and he was asked about that. They couldn't catch him that second time when he finally got in, and he talked a little bit about that with 
media members on Saturday? Um, you know, that just comes, starts with the O-line, you know. If we don't get protection up front and the quarterback uh, doesn't get the ball off, then, you know, there's no play at hand. So it starts up front, and then I'm just, I'm just the guy that stays open, catches the ball, and runs away. So pretty humble, right? Pretty humble about that. Well, I can see why he's pretty humble because, you know, he's got a coach who's always full of positive energy and Charles Huff. Actually, uh, Coach was joking with us on Saturday. He, uh, he outlined why you don't give the ball to Scarcelli. Yeah, well, we, we, we went in the locker room and I told him, I said, this is why we, we, we don't throw the ball to guys that, you know, last name Scarcelli. I said, because you only can get to the two-yard line. He thought, oh, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you. Um, but he got a chance to redeem himself. Um, and, and I think that's, again, some of those plays, you know, the ball finds hard workers. You know, and I think if you look over the history of football in general, you know, some guy who wasn't always flashy, didn't always lead in stats, but just kind of work, 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 work. I always think back, uh, Franco Harris told me a story at uh, Penn State when I was there. And his whole freshman year, um, uh, uh, the head coach used to yell, run to the ball, Franco, good things happen. And he carried that with him his whole career. And probably the catch that he's known for was because he was running to the ball. And so you kind of got to have some of those type of moments where, you know, a coach challenges you or a coach puts something in your head that you carry with you. Um, And big plays happen. So big plays happen, run to the ball. Good advice there. And Stone was asked about the progress he's seen this spring. Now, he's seen a lot of spring football, so he's a pretty good judge of what's been going on these last few seasons, including this last spring drill that took place on Saturday. So he's asked, hey, you know, what's some of the progress you've seen this spring? Um, I saw a lot of progress just throughout the spring. I saw a lot of maturity, a lot of pre-snap reads. These guys have grown so much, especially from a young quarterback group. I'm talking about all freshmen. These guys came in the spring um, and just dominated, took every day, uh, learned every day, and just came out and put it on display today. So he's happy with what he's seen so far, and he also talked a little bit about it all coming together. you got some veterans like himself, and you got some new guys coming in, and he talked about how important all of that is as far as getting that chemistry right and meshing together. Um, I think it's really important, you know, because you got a young room, you got a, a talented, older wide receiver room, and you want the chemistry to be at an all-time high with those guys. So if we're meshing with them and they know what we're doing, um, it just makes everybody's job easier. Coach Huff talked about that leadership. A guy like Stone, what he, what he brings, and so he, he broke that down a little bit more for us. I think, you know, you take a look at a guy like Stone, you know, who, you know, is his veteran leadership and his um, maturity. Um, he's been around here a long time, so he's seen it go well. He's seen it go not so good. Um, and, and, and sometimes your, your, your best teammates aren't always your best players. Um, but you need some guys who will carry the, you know, carry the fire axe, you know, and not worry about, you know, hey, am I going to catch 50 balls or am I going to play every play? You know, been, and Stone's been one of those guys for a long time. Um, and him being that person or that teammate or that leader is just as important as the guy that catches 50 balls, in my opinion, um, because it shows the selflessness that we, you know, we preach. It shows um, a guy who's not worried about, you know, what this game is going to do for me. Um, and the more of those you have, I think overall the healthier your team is from a culture standpoint. Um, and Stone's probably been a really good model of that, if that makes sense. So good performance overall from Stone Scarcelli and Coach pretty high on him. It's good to have some guys, some leadership there, some experience. 
and some experience going into the season with Coach Huff. Last year, everybody was learning. It was new for everybody. Now you're bringing new guys in, and you have some leadership here, some maturity, and some people who have been through the system once, who have been through a season with Coach Huff, have seen the highs, seen the lows, worked through it, figured out what you got to do to make Coach happy, what he's looking for, how he runs things. So it's good to have some of that continuity now. I think that was missing a little bit last season. We expected that. At least I expected that. We expected, okay, there's going to be some transition here. I mean, you've got the foundation of a good team. You've got the structure, the bones of a pretty good skeleton here. I mean, it's it's a foundation. Now you can build upon that. So and it's good to see a, a guy like Stone Scarcelli uh, getting a little bit more attention. It was fun to talk to him on Saturday. Hopefully we can do more of that here in the upcoming weeks as we get closer to the start of football season once again. And I uh, I think it's going to be a fun season. I mean, the pundits think this seem they seem to think this is going to be a fun season. I mean, I, th- I know there's an article kind of breaking down the uh, Sun Belt, the East Division on ESPN, talking about how it's going to be one of the best group of five divisions. Period. Like if you were ranking divisions right now. Marshall is in the best group of five division. That's pretty good. The schedule got tougher. Hopefully Marshall can, through that, get better. If Marshall can get some wins here, we'll see a little bit more attention come Marshall's way. I mean, Marshall, I don't want to say that the that the Thundering Herd played down to its level of competition over the last few years. I don't want to say that, but... I think there is a a new energy, and it's starting to come together. And there's a reality here that you better step it up. You're in the Sun Belt now. You better step it up. You better be ready because the other teams are going to be ready. you got Appalachian State. you got Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern. I'm excited for those matchups. Every year, I'm going to be excited for that. Marshall Appalachian State, because I grew up on that. Marshall, Georgia Southern. I grew up on that. I'm excited for Coastal Carolina. I'm going to be excited for this whole Sun Belt transition here. But it's fun for me because I mean, as much as Marshall and Western Kentucky has been a fun rivalry, I much rather see Marshall and Appalachian State on a yearly basis because I grew up with that. Now, I would love to see Western Kentucky added to the mix. I'm not completely jettisoning that, but Sun Belt is sort of more reminiscent to me of the Southern Conference, and I enjoyed Marshall in the Southern Conference. The rivalries were fun. The locations were easy to get to. I mean, sure, you're, you're missing some of the fun and sun of the Florida destinations. I get that. But at the same time, you can road trip this conference a little bit better, right? You tell me. Text line is open. 877-420-TALKS-THE-PHONE LINE AND 304-396-8255. That's the text line, 304-396-TALK or phone, 877-420-TALK. You tell me, what do you think? I know Notre Dame's a trip that everyone wants to make. Throw that out. I'm talking just year to year, traveling the Sun Belt, get to see the herd a little bit more. If travel's been sort of an issue for you, and for some of you, I know it's not an issue. You're capable. You're you're able to go. 
you plan for it or you're just you're better off than some and you can go and, and it's going to be easier now for you to go so it's not really a thing for you but for other fans who you know maybe they can make a trip or two maybe they can travel let's be honest economically not all of us are able to do some of the things that others can do and that's okay if you can go go if you can't but now you have this opportunity because the Sun Belt makes it a little easier I mean you're not hopping on a plane to Texas no but you could drive down to coastal Carolina when the herd plays there you could drive down to Appalachian State right you could make that like yeah I can pull that off it's like like going to a making a, a day trip for some of these things or just hey I'm making a road trip and go see go see the herd play coastal Carolina I think that's going to be a lot more fun I really believe that over the next few years, we're going to see a lot more herd on the road just because I think the travel is going to be better for a lot more. It's going to open up a lot more. At least that's what I'm hoping. Maybe I can get the company to send me somewhere. Okay, I know. I'm talking crazy here. I'm talking crazy. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive in ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, we got baseball coming up tonight. The Pirates are back in action. Got that for you starting at 610. Pirates taking on Milwaukee. You can hear that right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Of course, we got NBA action coming up tonight. We got the late game tonight. Pelicans and the Suns. The late one tonight. It's on uh, TNT and it's also going to be on ESPN Radio. That tips off at 10 o'clock. We've got that on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and and 1340. All right. I've got too many numbers in my head here. The phone lines to be a part of the program brought to you by White Claw, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And our text line, 304-396-8255. So are you watching NBA tonight? You got baseball tonight? Uh, I'm watching hockey. Yeah, I know. Big surprise there. I'm, I'm watching hockey tonight. Oilers taking on the Penguins tonight and the Blues and the Avalanche. That's going to be fun on ESPN or you can just do what I'm doing, and I'll just watch uh, ESPN+. Plus. I know. I'm watching the Rangers tonight. Not the local team. I know. Everybody's a Penguins fan. But it's the it's the Hurricanes and the Rangers. I got to watch that. That's, that's a big deal there. That's a big deal. I mean, you got the top two teams in the division going at it. Most likely, the Hurricanes are going to finish on top of the division. The Rangers are going to be second place, most likely taking on the Penguins, unless the Capitals can sneak in there and get that third division spot. And that's the case. Then it's going to be the Rangers and the Capitals. If not, it's going to uh, be the Rangers and the Penguins. Yeah, I uh, I don't have a preference here at this point. I'm just excited my team's in the playoffs. So I know – Everybody's a Penguins fan except me or your Blue Jackets fan. At this point, you're not even you're you're not even in the conversation. 
Sorry, Blue Jackets fans. I know. Actually, I'm willing to bet we got more Penguins fans in the area than Blue Jackets fans. I want to put that to the test. This unique area, this unique place. You travel up the you travel up I-64 a little bit, it's going to be a completely different argument. You you cross over into Ohio or Kentucky, it's going to be a little bit different argument here. But as we sit right here, I'm kind of curious. Are we are we more of a Penguins country or are we more of a Blue Jackets country? Or are we all just going to watch the uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference games tonight? Uh, other than me, Hawks, Heat, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, or Pelicans, Suns. Those are your choices tonight. Or you're just watching baseball. Pirates coming up tonight, 6-10 our airtime right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Okay, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. Hopefully we're talking about Tyler Jones winning the Conference USA Championship for Marshall Golf tomorrow. That will be fun. Uh, unfortunately, softball, that game against Radford tomorrow on the road and canceled. Makeup date will be set for 2023 season. And we'll have Pirates baseball as well. So we'll have that and more coming up tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.